You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal, and each week we bring to you the information that you need that doctors are talking about in doctors' lounges all across the country about healthcare topics. These are topics that are important to you and to your family, and we want to give you the information so you'll be prepared and armed so that you can advocate for yourself and for your family's health care. Uh, the, the show is brought to you by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, Triple W D, the number four PC Foundation dot org. I'm going to uh, make a pitch in a moment about our organization, but um, our organization stands for uh, healthcare freedom and the doctor patient relationship. This is uh, something that we have been founded on, and something that is very near and dear and important to us. And uh, at this uh, point in history, it is uh, not any more important than it has ever been before. So uh, please uh, uh, make make uh, your way to our website. Look through there. There's a lot of interesting things that you'll need to uh, learn about and and know about. And and I'm gonna uh, get right into it in just a moment. I want to. Uh, Wish everyone a happy Halloween. Um, this is uh, uh, a, uh, a religious event for many Americans. Um, more candy is sold on Halloween than any other day in in the uh, in the year, and in fact, most uh, about a quarter of all candy sales um, are uh, accounted for by uh, this this preparing for this day. I was also watching about uh, Halloween costumes. They sell over $3 billion worth of Halloween costumes online, the majority of which, interestingly, are purchased for adults. So uh, this has really become uh, an American tradition. And uh, no more so than in Congress, where we have a bunch of ghouls and goblins who want to... uh, uh, destroy um, all the uh, institutions of our country, including health care. And I'll talk to you about that as well in just a couple of moments. First, I wanted to um, uh, make a, uh, a, a, a plea. I would love for people to uh, go to healthcareforyou.com. Um, if you tuned into our last show, with my guest, Dr. Scott, you uh, heard about this uh, new initiative that is being uh, that has been launched by the Job Creators Network, a, a group of uh, people um, that uh, are um, involved with uh, promoting uh, the the um, the interests of the business community, and there's no more important interest to the business community than healthcare. So they have teamed up with us, as well as other doctors uh, who are freedom fighters for your healthcare um, uh, freedom and rights, uh, to try to inform the uh, public about where we are with healthcare right now, and that is. Um, uh, the crossroads 
between the government controlling healthcare single payer and um, the uh, the ability to uh, control your own healthcare, and that's what healthcare for you is all about. So I would um, ask everyone to go to the Docs for Patient Care website. This is a very very important um, point. Probably, you know, we we use hyperbole and we say. Every election is the most important election. Every issue is the most important issue. And, of course, I, I am a one-issue guy publicly, but privately I'm, I'm, uh, there, there are many issues that concern me. But I devote my, my public life to fighting for the preservation of, of American health care and the ability of Americans to make health care decisions for themselves, not the government, not special interests. And that's what this this um, program, that's what this campaign is all about. And Docs for Patient Care needs your help. We ask every week on the show for you to go to our website and to donate generously. And that often you know, is background noise, white noise. Um, we um, really need your help more than ever. Um, and uh, this is the single most important uh, campaign, the most important issue that we have faced, I think, in um, the uh, 10 plus years of existence of doctor patient care. So please go to our website, make a donation. Your your donation will be used to uh, help fund a campaign with um, on the air um, uh, public service announcements, educational uh, forums, different different uh, um, vehicles that will be used to try to get the message out that. There is a binary choice in the 2020 election, and it comes down to either the federal government controlling health care or you controlling your own health care. And I'm going to go in, in the second half of the show, I'm going to talk more again about health care for you. So you'll want to stay tuned. Um, want to remind everybody that we uh, broadcast live on the Facebook channel of America's Web Radio. So if you're listening on the radio to the podcast and you want to um, watch us live, please go to the Facebook page of America's Web Radio and you can uh, uh, watch. You can participate by uh, emailing your um questions or your input in if, if you uh, um, uh, want to take part and be a part of the show. Um, I also want to um, remind everybody about our upcoming uh, direct primary care meeting in uh, Orlando, Florida. It's our fourth annual meeting. It's the preeminent meeting of direct primary care doctors. There are still some tuition-free spots available, but they are going to close within the next week. And you'll want to come to this meeting um, if you've never come before, if you're a primary care doctor or you're a specialty doctor who is uh, doing direct care, 
you'll want to be at this meeting in our uh, and I'm so excited um, to announce that we have a uh, a keynote speaker who is one of the most highly respected business people in the country, and that's uh, Mr. Bernie Marcus, who is the founder of Home Depot and probably one of the um, most respected entrepreneurs in America. Um, he is going to be there. He is going to inspire um, the people who are in attendance, who are all entrepreneurs in their own right, whether they um, understand that they are or not. But this is an opportunity for you to come and hear one of the great minds in American business and talk about how important it is that doctors participate in entrepreneurism in healthcare and um, and really uh, do so to save American healthcare. And I, I think that uh, this this couldn't be more timely to have somebody like him come and speak at uh, a, a meeting like this. Um, so, you know, I, I thought I would start out by explaining today what's happening in Washington. Once again, there's a lot going on with health care. And uh, I talk about the uh, Halloween surprise because there are lots of Goons, goblins, gremlins, witches, all kinds of people who have bad intent that live in the D.C. bubble and want to either change health care or control health care. And in thinking about this topic a little bit, you know, I, I, I want to put this in perspective for people because it is dizzying and it's really hard to wrap your brain around some of these concepts but in the political spectrum and it is a spectrum you've got the far left and you've got the far right the far right is truly inconsequential there are a bunch of you know nuts really in my opinion who have not uh had a major impact on on any political party. But on the left, that's not the case. And so you've got the far left. The far left are people like Bernie Sanders, like Elizabeth Warren, like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. People on the far left are interested in the government running everything, every single aspect of your life. They want to control everything so that they can control you. They will disguise it. They'll wrap it up in a pretty little package of how it is the right thing to do. It's the fair thing to do. It is compassionate. At the end of the day, these people want to control your lives. And they want to do it at your expense but it doesn't apply to them. I was reading something yesterday about net worth of politicians going to Washington and the net worth of virtually every single politician who's gone to Washington who wasn't a wealthy businessman to start or businesswoman. Um, if you look at their net worth and the, or the net worth of their immediate family, it has gone up in Every single case, and um, these people want they they preach 
um, socialist views for everyone but them. And they must have the same views for health care because they're, the people on the far left want to see health care controlled entirely by the federal government. They want the um, the uh, private insurance to go away. They want the current Medicare system to go away. They want it all wrapped together in a single government-run health care plan. And I, and I, for the life of me, if they criminalize health care um, and they make it impossible for private doctors to exist in this country outside of a government-run system, I, I these people, these elitists are used to going outside the system for their needs. I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to go to Bermuda? Are they going to go to... to uh, to South America for their health care. I, I really don't know how they figured this out. But that's the people on the far left. Then you've got the liberals. The liberals are the people who were really the the Obamacare people. They, they want to see um, the government involved. They want guardrails. They want to severely impair um, a, a free market system. But they they are more to the center than the leftists are. Then you've got the uh, people on the right. And the people on the right are those who want to see the status quo and they support the special interests who have allowed health care to become the the 800-pound gorilla that there is. And then there are the people who are true conservatives, who want to see you control your own health care, and that's what health care for you is all about. So we're going to talk about some of the political issues and health care for you in this show, so you'll want to stay tuned. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal, and we are talking today about um, 
the Halloween surprises in Washington regarding health care. So there's a couple things that are going on as we speak in Washington. And I, I, I want to point out that nobody's hands are clean here. And in the last segment, I talked about the people on the left. I'm talking about the the leftists, not the liberals, but the leftists. The leftists who have really wrestled control away from the liberals in the Democrat Party are now controlling the narrative. And um, and everybody is talking about um, going away from Obamacare and um, and going to a single-payer system. Um, there's been uh, a lot going on with Obamacare, though, and uh, I think that it's important to uh, bring that up. Nobody's really talking much about it, but um, there is a case right now in uh, in the uh, um, appeals court that um, is uh, deciding whether or not Obamacare is going to be overturned or not. Now, the re- let me just kind of uh, bring you up to speed as far as that's concerned. Um, President Trump, uh, he he overturned the individual mandate. There were a a number of states that filed a lawsuit in federal court that uh, claimed that Obamacare was unconstitutional. The the federal judge in the lower court um, declared that uh, it was uh, unable to survive without the individual mandate and that uh, it was unconstitutional. Well, it got appealed. It's in the appeals court. And um, this is uh, going to be um, adjudicated as to whether or not Obamacare can stand or not. Now, regardless of what the ruling is at the appeals level, this is almost certainly going to go to the Supreme Court. Now, Obamacare has been in the Supreme Court twice already. And... uh, and uh, um, Chief Justice uh, Roberts has uh, really undermined. Uh, he has undermined uh, the process, and he has uh, allowed Obamacare to stand. And this has uh, created a tremendous amount of controversy and antipathy. But um, but Obamacare is still chugging along. And let me give you some Obamacare facts. Um, and I think that uh, this is this is something that uh, people are not talking about. Um, Obamacare is now in its uh, it's nearing its tenth uh, uh, anniversary, um, and uh, what what has uh, happened is that the uh, people have uh, accepted Obamacare. They are, on average, paying across the country about 4% less for their premiums than they did last year. Um, That's for the most popular plans, the uh, silver um, family plan. Um, Six states are reporting a double-digit decline. The um, premiums have leveled off. Um, because the insurance companies have gotten a little bit more comfortable with the uh, with the process, and in fact, 
um, there will be a uh, uh, there are twenty new health plans selling twenty twenty coverage on healthcare dot com. I'm sorry, dot gov, which um, is and and uh, some other uh, facts about that. Nearly a third of the uh, counties across the country will have at least three health care plan options on the exchange, which is up from 17% two years ago. And just 12% of enrollees live in a county with one insurance option, which is an improvement from uh, a year ago where 20% had only one option. So why is uh, why is this happening? Um, well, again, people are a little bit more used to it. Um, the um, there is a uh, the the insurance companies have not felt like they needed to raise premiums um, because the uh, Trump administration, just like the Obama administration, has allowed numerous states to have reinsurance programs, which helps insurers to offset the cost of most expensive medical bills. So um, the insurance companies have not had to pass along those high premiums for the expensive patients um, to to the uh, public. But Enrollment has uh, plateaued and actually has dipped a little bit since last year. Um, there are 10.6 million people who are enrolled in uh, uh, the health plans on the Obamacare exchange, and the vast majority of these people get hefty premium subsidies from the federal government, taxpayer um, subsidies. Without a subsidy, the uh, um, the plans on the Obamacare exchanges are quite unaffordable. In fact, uh, the cheapest coverage option is for a family of four is still close to eleven hundred dollars a month, and that plan has a deductible of twelve thousand dollars. So we're talking about um, in excess of $25,000 out-of-pocket for a family of four before insurance kicks in. So this is this is really um, for, you know, a, a couple who are um, a, a policeman and a school teacher who might be making $150,000 between them um, and they don't qualify for for the Obamacare subsidies, they are spending um, uh, one-sixth of their gross income on health care. And when you talk about net income, if they're in the uh, in the 27 or 28 percent tax bracket, and depending on what state they live in, this is going to be considerably more of their of their uh, take home income will be spent on health care premiums. Um, and President Trump has wanted people to be able to pay for premiums out of tax deferred accounts. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but. Um, 
this is Obamacare. It still lives. Um, people who uh, are Obamacare supporters are saying that it would be more robust if the uh, Trump administration did not try to undermine it at every uh, at every turn. But as uh, Secretary of HHS Alex Azar has said, Obamacare is is really a flawed concept, and it is uh, um, something that just doesn't work without the federal government spending a large amount of money to prop it up. So um, this is this is not the answer to health care, and I think that uh, that. This is going to uh, uh, be an issue that we're going to hear more about in the coming weeks when the uh, appellate court, um, they uh, uh, um, issue their ruling. So what else is happening in Washington with health care? Well, the gremlins are at work um, on both sides of the aisle, in the Republican Party as well as the Democratic Party. Let's talk about the Democrats. You know, President Trump, and I've said this on this show before, has been the best president for health care in my lifetime. He really understands what the issues are. He understands the angst, the, the difficulty that people have with their health care, and he is committed to try to make health care more affordable for people without it being a burden on every single taxpayer having to pay for health care for everyone and paying for every aspect of health care, uh, regardless of whether somebody needs it or not. Um, despite the Trump support for health care and issuing executive orders in an attempt to stabilize health care in America, the Democrats are trying to undermine it. Now, how are they doing that? Well, one of the things that President Trump has tried to do is to return control of the um, Medicare, or I'm sorry, the Medicaid programs um, entirely to the state and, uh, and do so um, with... Uh, with grants that uh, are called 1332 waivers. Now, 1332 waivers um, allow states the ability uh, to offer increased choices and and to customize health care plans according to what the people in that state need and want. The Healthcare needs in Montana are very different than they are in New York. Um, very different in in um, in Arkansas than they are in California. So each state should have the ability to tailor their um, healthcare um regarding uh in in regard to uh how money is spent and how the programs are constructed as uh their lawmakers deem appropriate well the senate um 
there has been a Democrat um, sponsored um, attempt to uh, undermine the 1332 waiver process. And um, and this is something that uh, they're trying to do um, at the Treasury level and the HHS level. And uh, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more in the next segment, so please stay with us. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. So we're back and we are talking about uh, some of the attempts by uh, both parties to invalidate or undermine uh, President Trump, Trump executive orders, and... um, and initiatives that are being put in place that will strengthen and help health care in this country. So 1332 waivers were uh, put in place for uh, more state flexibility, and, and, and Senate Democrats have put through a resolution to try to limit the uh, 1332 waiver program. And uh, 1332 waiver program actually was part of Obamacare. So, so this is this is the uh, schizophrenia of the Democrats. In in uh, they don't know um, what you know they they want. They um, you know they they got what they wanted in Obamacare. But now that uh, we've got a president who sees a way to use some of the provisions of Obamacare to improve health care for Americans that would uh, give more flexibility back to the states. These same Democrats now are, are crying foul and uh, are trying to undermine the process. Likewise, in, in the, uh, another, another way that they're trying to do this and undermine um, presidential um, authority or, or presidential um, progress is... Um, the uh, bill that is being um, sought to be passed in both the House and in the Senate um, that would uh, uh, 
that in the House is called the Primary Care Enhancement Act, um, or H.R. 3708. Now, 3708 is a, uh, a bill that would, um, that would actually hurt patients. It would, it would harm them by restricting their ability to get a direct primary care doctor. And we've, we've talked about direct primary care on this show for a number of years. Those of you who are regular listeners know that uh, we're all about direct primary care in uh, in doctor's lounge and in docs for patient care. And uh, direct primary care is a healthcare delivery model that gives patients the ability to interact directly with a primary care doctor of their choice outside of insurance for an agreed-upon monthly fee and for that, the patient gets care from that doctor, usually unlimited care, um, and it's timely care within a day of calling for an appointment. It's better care. It is personalized care. And for that, the patient not only gets the, the care of the doctor, but they get the services that the doctor can provide in the office as part of that fee. Often the fee is very low, perhaps as low as $40 a month in some places, maybe 80 in others. It varies by geography. But for that fee, the patient gets a doctor. The doctor does certain procedures in their office, those are included. There's no extra charge for those. Many of those direct primary care doctors give generic drugs to their patients, either uh, giving it to them as part of the fee or passing along the wholesale cost of those drugs, which typically are pennies on the dollar. So the patients who have a direct primary care doctor are getting the best possible care at the lowest possible cost. And direct primary care is exploding. There are over a 1,000 direct primary care doctors around the country. This movement is growing. It is saving um, the family medicine um, specialty. It is um, it is uh, uh, bolstering internal medicine, which are increasingly leaving the insurance market and going into direct primary care. So this bill in the House, H.R. 3708, um, does uh, three things that are bad for health, for the direct primary care. Number one, it will call direct primary care a health plan. It's an exempt health plan, but it calls it a health plan. Now, that's bad because 26 states have passed legislation, much thanks to the efforts of the direct primary care doctors who work in docs for patient care. And uh, in those states, the direct primary care 
is classified as a health care delivery model. Well, if this bill passes, then there will be ambiguity in the states where there is protection and no protection in the states where they haven't passed legislation uh, at the current time. So this is uh, something that severely constrains doctors who are providing this service um, and, um, and calling them a health plan when they're not. The second thing that this bad legislation will do is it will, um, it will uh, stop the um, practice of dispensing generic uh, drugs to patients. And uh, that's something that uh, will hurt patients, hurt patient care. The third bad part about this legislation is that it it, it the, let me just back up. The Trump executive order has um, allowed patients now to use their HSA dollars to pay for direct primary care. It also has allowed businesses to use health um, reimbursement accounts, HRAs, and put it away for page, for employees to use for any medical um, uh, um, services that they want to spend that money on. Well, this bill would limit, it would cap the amount of money that people can use. So let me put, put it a different way. Despite the fact that there are um, restrictions on how much you can put away in an HSA, Um, tax-free every year, this legislation, for the first time ever, would limit how much of your own money you can spend from your own account. And um, so this is is a bill that is bad. It undermines what President Trump has already done and, um, and what hopefully will be clarified at the federal level by various agencies. But this is a bipartisan effort in the um, in the House. God only knows why the Republicans are behind this, but but they are. In the Senate, we've got Republican senators who are also pushing for this. Now I'll tell you why this is. It's because of special interests who are um, who have uh, spent an enormous amount of money to try to get their way with lawmakers. And this is true for both Democrats as well as Republicans. The special interests are the the uh, insurance companies who would love to see direct primary care regulated by insurance commissioners. It's the pharmaceutical industry and especially the pharmacy benefit management Companies, which are now all part of the insurance industry because 89% of pharmacy benefit management companies are owned by insurance companies. But this is, um, but the, the, this small group of direct primary care doctors dispensing drugs is a threat to these, these 800 pound gorillas, you know, these, these little Davids are a threat and they've got to be squashed so that that uh, it do, this this model does not proliferate and um, it's it's uh, a special interest to uh, to the uh, 
um, to all the other uh, groups that are middlemen and who are um, happy with the status quo and do not want to see people controlling their own health care. So, um, happy Halloween. These are the people who are um, supposedly representing you, and they are not doing a good job. Now, I'd like to think that the people in the Republican Party, at least, are misguided, misinformed, because we know that the people on the Democrat side believe in bigger government. But Republicans are supposedly people who believe in less government and in more personal freedom. And so I'm hoping to give them the benefit of the doubt and not be a cynic, not believe that they are bought and paid for by special interests. Um, But that remains to be seen because there is another path. And so the, the message I want to give to everybody on today's show is do not believe what you read about health care. Do not believe what you hear on TV or radio about health care. People in Washington do not care a lick about you as much as you care about you. Your ability to advocate for yourself, for your family, to control how you spend your dollars and decide where you're going to get your care, from whom you're going to get your care, the time frame in which you're going to get your care should be your decision. It shouldn't be the government's decision. It shouldn't be a bureaucrat in an insurance company's decision. It should be your decision. And that's what health care for you is all about. Just If you think that the government should be running health care, if anybody has a experience at the VA hospital or or not a hospital, but just an experience with any federal bureaucracy, the IRS, the Motor Vehicle Bureau, that's a state bureaucracy, but any bureaucracy, you, you know that, that it, the more um, displaced from you this bureaucracy is, the less invested they are in helping you, in taking care of you. You know, healthcare is a local phenomenon. It happens in your neighborhood. It happens in your community. It happens between you and your doctor. Now, um, we, we are, um, you know, at a point right now where um, people need to make a decision about what they're going to accept. And the decision is very clear. You're either going to accept the government taking care of things, the status quo, or something more, something that is more basic. And that basic thing is you controlling your own health care. And that's what health care for you is all about and why I am so excited to be part of this. So we are um, at a 
break right now, getting ready to start the last segment, and I'm going to go through healthcare for you, personalized healthcare again, and you're going to hear about this on a regular basis because we must we must get the word out about this and people need to be educated so stay with us the docs for patient care foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor patient relationship get a pen and paper write down docs for patient care foundation.org that's d-o-c-s the number four patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to The Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being with us in the Doctor's Lounge today. I'm your host, Dr. Hal, and we've been talking about all of the surprises in Washington regarding health care and how, really, I'm not sure that we can trust anyone. Certainly, no one can be trusted with your health care more than you can. And that's where we are right now. This election is a, uh, a, a referendum on who is going to be in charge of your health care, you or a bureaucrat, either in Washington or in an insurance company. And I think that it is um, real. I, I, I don't think that that's something that most people have considered, but you need to. And um, what is possible is um, really, uh, it's, it's astounding um, how things can improve if people are um, uh, aware of what is possible and you, um, and you advocate these positions because if you do, um, things can change. Things can happen, and and I can tell you that for for sure because we've been at this for a decade. And if you expect politicians to do the right thing, because as a doctor, I'm telling them what the right thing is. That's that's just wishful thinking. That's not going to happen. But if you have 
clout behind you, if you've got the power of numbers behind you, that is really important. And with Healthcare for You, um, that's that's what this is all about. We've got the business community teaming up with the medical community to try to uh, make a difference and to combat the power of the special interests. You know, we I hear people saying, oh, you know what, why are you even trying to fight? You know, it's David versus Goliath. It's an uphill battle. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you that these battles can be won. And, and we've fought the battle on direct primary care for 10 years, and now it's prevailing. It is part of the executive order. And people can make a difference. Individuals can can change the way things are, but it takes a lot of people to do this. Um, you need to go to healthcareforyou.com. And... Um, on on the website there, you'll see a uh, a, um, a uh, button that uh, a tab that uh, asks for stories, and you need to share your stories. If you've got bad insurance story, put it down there. If you've got a bad VA story, a bad government. Uh, healthcare story, you couldn't get a doctor to see you on Medicare. Um, there was uh, a, a, a six-month wait because you're on Medicaid. Share that story. If you um, have a uh, you know bad hospital story, the hospital um, uh, charged a fortune. You didn't have coverage, and they wanted to send you to collections. Um, and they were causing you to have a medical bankruptcy. Share your story. These are very powerful. The, the power of collective stories cannot be overemphasized. And, and you hold the power in your hands. You, the listeners out there, you, the voters out there, you hold the power in your hands. And you need to demand more from this government, from, from this healthcare system, because healthcare in America is the best healthcare system in the country. And I've debated this point with, with leftists who try to use nonsense data to say how our system is not. And I've debunked that and I've, I've explained why that's so. There are people who are, experiencing healthcare miracles in this country on a daily basis. And that's because we've got the best doctors, we've got the best educational system, we've got the best facilities, we've got the most innovation. You you need to be able to articulate why you want to be able to control your ability to have your doctor have um, control over the dollars that you spend. And that's what healthcare for you is all about. So that you can decide through your, you don't, you don't want the government to say that your job can't give you insurance anymore. That's, that's nonsense. 150 million people get their insurance through their employer, and they're happy with it. Now, they should be able to control that insurance. They should be able to take it with them. 
um, and businesses should be able to um, band together and buy insurance more cheaply, and thanks to President Trump, they can. That will be expanded if we continue on the road we're on. If we take that other road down the road to socialism, you can kiss that goodbye. You want to be able to pick your doctor, and 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 healthcare is not expensive. I've already said that you can get a, a, a doctor for forty dollars a month in many places in this country, and have unlimited visits. People who are diabetic, people who are hypertensive, who would be using the emergency room and and using resources that are expensive and getting worse care because these people don't know them. Instead, they can go to a direct primary care doctor and get regular care and be made healthier, which is better for them. It's better for society. It's better for businesses, certainly, if they've got employees who are who are not showing up because they're sick. There are places in this country that you've heard me talk about before where you can get surgical care for a fifth to a tenth of what it would cost in a hospital setting. And why shouldn't you be able to have broader access to that? You know, we again, I was on the radio last week talking to the liberal host who was talking about the high cost of cancer care and how people are um, going out of the country with medical tourism. Well, you know what? First of all, um, cancer care is the best in this country than it is anywhere in the world. But second of all, it doesn't need to be that expensive. And there are places where it can be administered um, much more cheaply than in a uh, a giant hospital. And there are programs that that the government has tried to set up to subsidize this and to help protect the people with high cost care or pre-existing conditions. And that should be done on a state level. There should be nobody who is falling through that safety net. And that's what this movement is all about, allowing um, the administration to continue doing what they're doing to protect the people who are the most vulnerable in our society. Um, Allowing for just trying to deregulate healthcare. You know, if I if I do surgery and I am uh, getting a phone call from a patient who is worried about their child's um, the way that their surgical site looks, you know, I can't. They can't send me a a photo because that would be a violation of federal law. That's right, federal law, the HIPAA law, which has onerous regulations that make no sense at all. They're, they're ridiculous. And uh, instead, I have to have them, if it's after hours, go to an emergency room or an urgent care where they don't know the patient, and they're not going to be able to make the same kind of judgment as me. This is the nonsense that we face right now in our healthcare system with bureaucratic roadblocks that drive up the cost of healthcare, that make healthcare less accessible, that make it more expensive, and, 
and we've got people in Washington who are trying to make it worse. They're trying to keep direct primary care doctors from being able to dispense drugs or trying to completely put that model out of business by regulating it. So you need to demand more. You need to understand what this um, health care movement is all about and what people in Washington or people who are trying to run for high office, what their ulterior motives are, which is for you to have less control, not more control, and for you to um, have a more expensive health care system, not a less expensive health care system. So I'm going to make a plea once again to go to www.d, the number four, pcfoundation.org and go, go there right now and donate every single dollar that you donate to Docs for Patient Care is going to be used so that we can get this message out and we can fight this battle to not just preserve health care, but to make it better for you so that you are in control of your health care, not a bureaucrat, not the federal government, not a middleman, but you. And I want to remind everybody about our upcoming direct uh, primary care meeting in Orlando on November um, uh, 15th. I think that's a Friday. I think it's the fi- fi- uh, I believe that's that's Friday, the 15th. Our um, uh, keynote speaker is going to be Bernie Marcus who is not only um, a supporter of Docs for Patient Care, but also the Job Creators Network, um, the two groups that are working hand-in-hand in in healthcare for you. Um, So uh, um, if you are a physician in primary care and you've never gone to one of these meetings, you can come uh, for free. Um, f- no tuition. You, uh, the, uh, hotel rooms are not covered, but, but, but the, uh, cost of the meeting is covered if you act now. And you won't want to miss this meeting if you're thinking about going into direct primary care or if you currently are in direct primary care and want to know how to run your practice better or want to, uh, get, uh, other insights into, uh, what you can do in your practice. So uh, plan to come, go to the website, www.4pcfoundation, and uh, you can sign up online. I want to thank you for being with us today. I'll be back in two weeks. We will, uh, I have not decided who my guest is as yet, but I will get somebody um, really uh, uh, interesting, and uh, Dr. Mike will be with you next week. So fight the good fight, and thanks for being with us. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.